This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Boomsies. The dawn of a new era. That's small town strip club. Hi, I'm Dan. Well, it was supposed to be. <laughs> the dawn of a new era. You may have noticed uh, if you if you listen to the podcast immediately when it comes out, this one's uh, a bit later. We've got good reason. You see, what happened was we tr- we got a new system. We were like, "Oh my goodness, this is the start of something big. We're gonna be able to take calls. We got sound effects, Dan. You can actually hear the music instead of." pretending to hear the music so we uh, taped the podcast on our usual day of tuesday and then uh and then that did not go well Uh, the podcast took over three hours to tape i should remind you this podcast is under one hour and then and then later that day producer tim said we gotta do it all over again and here we are and uh, let's just say, can we get our money back on this new system? I just, uh, I, I don't know if we can. So everyone's on edge. But the great thing about a team, when one person's on edge, everyone else is like, okay, we got to save this guy. You take him off the brink. Then another guy will go on the edge. Oh, we got to save him. And then Z Money will be like, well, what's going on? I'm like, what? Ah, Z-Money, you're doing your part. What a lad. I don't even need these glasses. I don't know what the... F- I don't even know if this is recording. This might just be for my... So, I guess this is episode 15-2. So, we do have a lost episode now. Okay. So, we probably still have an audio recording of this episode that we did yesterday. And then we can sell that as uh, as like an NFT, like Wu Tang's album that that uh, guy who peddled drugs bought. We can have this sold to the highest bidder because Tim, whoa, he went off, and it uh, it took a turn. You want to definitely buy that NFT. This is the Lloyd Mosby episode. I looked at, uh, there he is on my cup, the Lloyd Mosby cup. 
great Toronto Blue Jay. I looked at great NHLers with number 15 because this is episode 15. And Milt Schmidt was ranked the highest. Now, no offense to Milt Schmidt or his family, but I had not read or heard that name, Milt Schmidt, until yesterday. And a lot of people were like, you call yourself a sports fan? You know who Milt Schmidt is? You fucking piece of Sorry. Let's find out about Milt Schmidt. Together. He's from Kitchener. That's in Ontario. It's also home of one of only two Jersey Mike's franchises in Canada. Jersey Mike's. It's a grape sub-chain. I tapped the grape sub-chain. I glitched. Or maybe that was the program. Maybe the program has entered into my body and it's affecting the way I speak. That's my excuse. Jersey Mike's. Get the number three. Yes, it's just a ham sub. But on their bun and with the Jersey Mike sub sauce, you got yourself a good sub. The other locations in London, Donifer. Not sure if I said that. Milt Schmidt. Okay, started playing for the Bruins in 1936. So 1936. I wasn't born. I was not born. He played 776 games for the Bruins. He has his number 15 retired by the Bruins. He's in the Hockey Hall of Fame. He coached the Bruins for 10 years. Where the f*** was I? Last year coaching was 1966. 1966. I was born. I was still not born. Still no dad. But Milt Schmidt, what a legend. I, uh, I'm finding out. But we went with Lloyd Mosby. Because people suggested, they're like, well, why not the great Toronto Blue Jays with that number? Greatest center fielder in Jays history. They called him Shaker. I looked it up, which I have several times. Because the nickname doesn't make a lot of sense to me because they called him Shaker because in basketball, he was able to shake away from players. So that nickname really stuck. Good on him. Some nicknames don't stick. I'm glad mine didn't as a child, which was Ripper. Did not have longevity like Shaker. He was part of the greatest outfield in Blue Jays history. You got uh, Barfield, Bell, Mosby. And if you were a kid growing up in that time period in which Lloyd Mosby was a Toronto Blue Jay, and you played baseball, you 1,000% tried to catch a ball like Lloyd Mosby. The most effortless catches in center field you have ever seen. He could just be standing there, not moving. You're like, I don't, I don't think the ball, I don't think he knows the ball's coming to him. And then he'll just go and catch it right at his chest. Or he'll be on the run. I'm like, he, he should put his glove up to catch that ball. And then he'll just catch it right by his shoulder. Like, whatever. Unreal. I could watch highlight reel tapes of Lloyd Mosby simply catching fly balls in the outfield, it was that much of an art. And if you lived it, 
and witnessed it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. He's in the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame. So there you go, Milt Schmidt. So Milt Schmidt, honorable mention, Lloyd Mosby. I I guess I could have said Milt Schmidt was the number 15 episode in the lost episode. I guess you'll never know. Guess you'll never know what Tim said either. He'll probably want to keep it that way, but we won't let it. Let the beginning. Let the bidding begin, not the beginning beginning. I read an, uh, an email last week. This is, we're going into corrections. We do corrections every week. I said, why is this? I read it out loud. I said, why is this podcast so popular? It has the momentum of a runaway freight train. And then I said something stupid like, oh, well, I don't like the vision of a runaway freight train because it ends in disaster. I like an in-control bullet train. And then someone very politely said uh, on a message to me, they didn't say I was an idiot, but I felt like an idiot. They said, that was a direct quote from The Simpsons. So I missed that. And I call myself a Simpsons fan. That was from season two. Lisa said it to Mr. Burns. I went to a table read of The Simpsons. When we worked at Fox, it was the greatest. Seeing the voices in person. Reading their lines. Oh my goodness. I still got the script. You get to keep the script. Matt Groening drew a picture of Homer on it for me. And then I left... uh, I left that script partly in the sun. So it's sun damaged. So it's well aged. How about this? If you buy the lost episode NFT of the podcast, I'll throw that in. So you get an add on that might be worth as much as what Dim said. I had some emails regarding concessions at the blue Jays game. I mentioned how I went to the Jays game with my daughter, Ruby. And if you wanted food, You were out of luck. Okay. So this is from Steve. Huge fan of Boomsies. Heard you talking about the food lines at the Jays game and couldn't agree with more how bad the lines were. However, if you didn't know this already, there is a hack to food at Blue Jays games. Unlike most places, they allow outside food. So the next time you go, bring a pizza. (laughs) Bring a party pizza into the Jays game and record that and send that to us, please. Or grab six hot dogs from the street meat guy out front and have yourself a day. Boomsies. P.S. Thank you for sharing your story. You're truly an inspiration to so many people. And it fills my heart with joy to know you're in a happy place. Steve. Thanks, buddy. If Steve says it, I believe him. But here's the thing. If I'm going to a sporting event... I don't want to bring outside food. Part of the experience is eating the ballpark food in the ballpark. You can't bring a tuna sandwich from home and saying, yeah, this is ballpark food. I'm eating it in the ballpark, but you brought that tuna. And why did you pick tuna? You stunk up the, I bet you if you sat at field level and had a tuna sandwich, someone in the five hundreds would be like, who the f- brought tuna? Are you kidding me? And then get kicked out. Also on a road trip. You don't want hand 
pack snacks from mom at home. You don't want a Ziploc bag of grapes when you're driving from Toronto to Chatham or wherever you're going. You want gas station snacks. You want the, the what are they called? The en route. They are service centers on the highway in Ontario. They've usually got a Tim Hortons. They've usually got a Wendy's. And I don't know how many dumps have been taken in those places. But a lot. A lot. And everyone looks very weary in those places. There is no joy. But I'll eat your snacks and get the f*** out. Another one here. This is from Steven. So we have a Steven and a Steve. Boomsies. Big with the Steve audience. Or Stefan. Hey, Dan. Another podcast that brightened my day. Episode 14. I sure hope the folks at Rogers Center heard your thoughts on concessions. Agree with you that the organization knew opening day was happening for quite some time. Yeah. I guess to be fair, perhaps they're experiencing hiring challenges and or vendor reluctance to sign up due to the pandemic. I'm hoping to make the 700 kilometer trip to Toronto this summer to watch a Jays and FC game. So hoping the concession issue is resolved. And Steven, I can guarantee on that 700 kilometer drive is not packing strawberries from home. He's eating overpriced stale Twizzlers from the on route and plugging his nose while he buys them. Adrian, just listen to this week's podcast and another great listen indeed. Being a Newfoundlander, yes, bye. We don't wait in line for Mary Browns unless it's Big Mary Monday. Ah, because I mentioned there was a lineup at Mary Browns. But uh, Adrian says, not in Newfoundland, just on Big Mary Monday. Another uh, email that's not regarding concessions, but about a topic I discussed in episode 14. Danimal, great preaching from the rooftops, Jesus reference during Holy Week. Though it's not mentioned in the Bible, the reason the Roman soldiers were gambling for Jesus's clothes is because they wanted his man-made undies, which really helped to wick away moisture and free air-conditioned Jerusalem. <laughs> oh, Mike, we needed that one today. And as I read this, I think maybe no one will ever hear this. And this one will be lost as well. And I will then have lost my mind. Another email. <laughs> I've gone nuts. I have gone crazy. Hi, big fan. You mentioned that Best Buy was not in the States. That's incorrect. Maybe you're thinking about the source. Hope Remy's nuts are okay. Andre. Mentioned Best Buy last week. Producer Tim corrected that in podcast, said, no, there is Best Buy. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I went to one very often. And Remy's my cat. He humps my arm. He's still got nuts. Manitoba. I hope you're doing okay. A three-day snowstorm in April. And then it snowed here, too. So I feel your pain, literally. So if Mother Nature can't hear you, I'm going to let her know for you. 
Alberta also got hit by a storm. So Mother Nature, here's a message from everyone in Canada. Go yourself. Right the off with your piece of weather that you think you're so special. Get a life, you windbag of a witch. Signed, an entire nation. Hopefully with this new system, we still have beeps. If not, I don't even apologize. It's the middle of April. We have snowstorm. Uh, We're supposed to be seeing tulips. And buds on trees. That's, That's what spring's all about. April snowstorms bring misery. It's supposed to be April showers. I don't know. Is this global warming? So we're probably going to have like 45 degree Celsius summers. I don't know. I do like the heat. Uh, And Manitoba, get ready. They're calling for yet another Colorado low. I thought Colorado was high as f***. Thank you. I feel like I'm just doing this podcast for myself at this point. Maybe I need this. Maybe this is my therapy. So Manitoba, this is a quote from someone at Environment Canada. This is real. This is a direct quote regarding the Colorado low. We're not really sure whether it's going to bring snow or rain or freezing rain or all of them. At this point, we just don't know yet. End quote. So Manitoba. There's something wet coming. And it's not a willy. So when we taped this podcast yesterday, we had sound effects. And Tim put in a, the old rim shot there. And it was glorious. A sound effect that seems so basic. Yet it's not there now. Has anyone checked? Do we have the receipt for the system? Can we get our money back? I uh, hope the Easter Bunny still made it in your snowstorm. I think bunnies are good, though. Bunnies essentially have snowshoes. And they got fur. Big feet and fur. You're good. My oldest daughter did ask a good question during the uh, Easter weekend. She said, what does God and chocolate have to do with one another and i'm like hmm that's a question for the easter bunny or jesus when he comes back jesus and the easter bunny good friends the wildlife around here the wildlife around here huge easter So Easter egg hunt at my sister's on Sunday. The birds came and took some eggs. So my sister, she's like, we're doing this Easter egg hunt in her backyard. And she's like, the the eggs, they were right here. Now they're gone. So I'm wondering, it made me wonder. I'm like, 
How did she know the eggs were there before we even started the Easter egg hunt? So is she in cahoots with the Easter bunny? Or the bird? It's, is there even a bird? Is she just stealing the eggs? And she's like, what happened here? There used to be an egg. So something shady was going on there. Because how did she know where these eggs were before we even got back there? I have questions that I will revisit Columbo style. I'm going to saunter in next time. So uh, I said uh, the bird took that egg, eh? Well, did the bird fly the coop? I don't know what Columbo would say. Something like that, though. And then at my house, so we had wildlife fed there, supposedly. Had the Easter egg hunt here in my backyard. And then my daughter, Ruby, she's like, oh, oh, that egg's gone. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, it went down a hole. (laughs) I'm like, what? She's like, "Ah, it's a snake hole or a varmint hole. Maybe a ground. No, it was too small for a groundhog hole because it was just big enough for... uh, for one of those plastic eggs filled with other stuff inside to go down. It could have been a skunk hole. Do skunks live in holes? Chipmunk, maybe. Squirrels, they live in trees. It was a small creature hole. Uh, It was like a non-human hole. No human could fit down there. That I can assure you. But a snake could. Anyway, so that egg... That's gone. So between the birds and the snakes, everyone's fed around here. But then I'm thinking, are wild creatures just like dogs? And if they eat chocolate, they die? Because that's what everyone tells you. Your dog has a sniff of chocolate. He He's dead. You can think he he looks at chocolate. Your dog dead. Poinsettias. That dog takes a whiff of that red Christmas Bush, gone. But I've never seen that happen. I'm not saying it doesn't. But if chocolate was that deadly to dogs, should it not come with a massive warning? And same with poinsettias. If a dog eats this thing, why are we flaunting them in front of them at Christmas? Ah, you want some of this, eh? You better not. You f***ing die, you piece of Oh. You wanted some chocolate poinsettia. Yeah, you really like that, wouldn't you? <sighs> Seems uh, topical, poinsettias in April, because it is snowing. But it made me wonder about the, uh, the animals. They would still be there, right? Because there was a hole. I, was, I don't know if it was a fresh hole. Because it was in dirt. But pretty sure they'd be alive. Because if you. At the start of spring. Meant you survived winter. So if winter didn't kill you. You're good. Which is the motto I believe of all wildlife creatures. When that spring sun comes out. You're like holy. What what just happened? And then mother nature comes back and says. Yeah you little. Try this out for size. A snowstorm. 
Uh, Easter's over. Masters is over. We're supposed to be done with snow. Or am I crazy? Because I don't remember snow in April. I actually don't remember much as a child, as a kid. Because I was thinking, oh, maybe my kids will find this fun making snow. You don't make snow castles. What are those called? Snowmen. They could make snowmen in April. And then I'm like, well, I didn't do that in April. But I'm like, even if I did have snow in April, I wouldn't have time for that because all that work to be done on the farm, feeding pigs. I'm like, but there's snow. They're like, yeah, there's pigs too. Feed them. Cleaning up pig Feeding castrated pigs nuts to barn cats. Oh, that was their favorite. I want to make a restaurant item that is as popular as a tray of just castrated pig's nuts are to a gaggle of barn cats. They put cats on cat food commercials to shame. Because they just go to town. Here's the other thing. If you have cats... You've probably bought, uh, like, no-name cat food. Not no-name brand, but just generic, generic brand cat food at the cat food store. But you've also probably bought the Meow Mix, or I love saying Meow Mix. Meow Mix. Or the, what's the other one, Kitty Chow? Like the Burger King and McDonald's of fast food. So you put a bowl of the Meow Mix or the Sir Mix-a-Lot. They go to town on that. But you give them generic. They don't touch it. You even try mix it with the other stuff. They pick the other stuff out and leave that. Do they not do any testing with this generic food on cats? Because I will send my cats for a small fee to test your food. They love that uh, whisk. Oh, whiskas. That's another one. Whiskas, meow mix. I think they like Whiskas better than Meow Mix. So Whiskas, get on the Boomsies train. Hey, uh, went to the Leafs game last night. Leafs and Flyers. Leafs game on a Tuesday night. It was freezing. They played the game indoors, thankfully. Uh, went because my buddy Nate Thompson, who plays for the Flyers, left uh, left his tickets. And when I heard free tickets, I said, sign me up. And just like when I went to the Jays game, also free tickets from a friend. I've discovered that the will call system has come leaps and bounds because of the digital format of the tickets. You don't have to wait in line. They just end up on your phone. No more waiting in line at will call. And then getting there saying, are there, you're rolling the dice. You're like, are there tickets? And you give your name and they're like, nope. And they just look at you like, get the f*** out of here. I'm like, but there's, there's no tickets here. Uh, oh, two. oh, they put in an apostrophe, you f***ing idiot. You should have known that. Now get the f*** out of here. They're always very grumpy at will call. Maybe I'm just grumpy. Okay, concessions at Scotiabank Arena. No lineups. Non-existent. During the intermission, sure, 
But if you go out for a snack with like uh, any part of the period, there's no one. This is in reference to the Blue Jays. I know they have a smaller capacity than the Jays, but someone from the Blue Jays organization walked down the street. It's a five minute walk. For the love of God, go check out what they're doing at the Scotiabank Arena. I saw candy sellers at the Leafs game that were bored. At the Rogers Center, the people with those same exact jobs. After two innings of serving people, they look like they just got back from a tour of duty. They are like frazzled, sweating. They're like, give me the, someone, give me, get me out of here. Meanwhile, Scotiabank, they're just like, hey, they're, they're trying to get you in for business. They're like, you want anything? Take, get, buy something. Roger Center, they're trying to run, they're trying to run from their post. They're like, you, no, you, you need to serve these people. That lineup's three hours long. You better serve every one of them and get them a bun from under the counter. That's where we keep the buns. Call back to the last episode. Again, I don't know if anyone's even hearing this. Oh. Leafs won. Beautiful goal scored by the Jason Spezza line. Nate Thompson put on a face-off clinic. But after the game, when everyone had been well-served, I had one of the greatest, not greatest, greatest conversations with one of those people that had been served because he didn't have to wait in line and he didn't have to drink from the craft beer corner. So he was like picking and choosing. He's like, yeah, whatever. Cause it's, it's right here and it's available. He did not wait at any lines for beer. Okay. So this guy was telling me a story. He got to a point in which I could tell he didn't remember the name he was trying to reference. And it was with regards to an NHL GM. So I could see that he was trying to stall while he came up with this name. And what he did was pure brilliance. So he looked at me and goes, do you even know? And I'm like, so he put it on me. Like, you don't know the name of the person that I can't remember? Making it like a trivia question for me. But I knew he didn't know. So I said, do you even know? And he said, but do you even know? So he says it with so much confidence, with that boozy confidence that I start questioning myself. And I'm like, maybe he does know. But I know he doesn't. And he, do you even know? I'm like, I don't know if I know what's going on. He goes, you don't even know. I'm st- I'll be thinking about that until the day I die. And then someone in the group came up with the name. He's like, yeah, that's right. But I bet you they could have said any great game. They, they could have said Wayne Gretzky and he would have said, yeah, that's right. But the confidence in that man on not knowing the name, but making you think he knew the name was out of psychology 101.
Went with my buddy Greg. Uh, so we're leaving the uh, the rink after the game and freezing our asses off because I did not dress appropriately. I did not bring a winter coat to a game in April. And he says to me, I am shocked at the number of people that know the name of your site. And not only that, say Bet Rivers to you. And I'm like, yeah, they know the site. He's like, that is, how does that happen? And I'm like, boomsies and commercials. A lot of f-ing commercials. And people make reference to the suit. They're like, hey, at least you got a free suit out of the deal. I'm like, yeah. So a lot of Boomsies fan, a lot of Bet Rivers fans. And whenever people say, oh, Bet Rivers, I'm like, get that up. Yelled at a lot of Boomsies. <clears throat> Tim, are we recording? Oh, Tim said we haven't hit record yet. Uh, speaking of Bet Rivers, played around on the Bet Rivers site over the weekend. Dan O'Toole, savvy gambler in action. I took the Raptors to <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I took the Raptors to win their series against the Sixers. It's a slow start, but hey, I'm here for the long haul. It's a 10 game series, right? It's not? Okay. I also took the Raptors to win the East. Again, this is the long play. So uh, we'll check back in on how that bet's going. Hey, a reminder. The email chosen uh, as our email, Manmade for Boomsies, is presented by manmadebrand.com. Four Canadian best friends quit their finance careers to build a self-care brand for men. Their staple product is the Boxer Brief, made from premium model fabric. Plant-based fibers derived from beech trees. I want a beech tree. If a beech tree feels like this. I want to live in a forest of beech trees. Uh, They thought I have everything. Breathability, absorption, comfort, man sack pouch for the boys and chafe free design. Okay. They mentioned the sack for the boys. There's another brand that says that's what they do. I'm sorry. It's not good. That brand, I won't besmirch them, but you know who it is. These guys actually get it done right. Uh, and chafe free design, manmadebrand.com. They will make you set fire to all your other underwear. That's my uh, slogan. I came up with them for this week. Manmadebrand.com. The best. Okay, yeah. We got to get to this. On a previous podcast, I think it was last week, I mentioned how I used to do a segment on Fort McMurray, Alberta radio every Friday morning called Dan's Rant. I wholeheartedly admitted they were not good and I vowed to find them. Because I actually kept them. Probably thought at the time, stupid young me, I'm like, these are brilliant. These will sell in a book and people will talk about it for ages. Well, I found them. Actually, this is how old I am. This is the paper they're on. This is like from the Ten Commandments, although those were written on tablets. 
This was the paperback version of the Ten Commandments. Uh, I have no idea where the rest of them are. But this one was in our junk drawer. And after hearing this, this is, by the way, I don't know how this one was in my junk drawer. I almost got fired for this one because my program director called me in after. He's like, you can't say that. You're done. You're done. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And I actually said that. And I went into the boss's office. And I'm like, he just tried to fire me. He's like, he did what? I'm like, yeah, this guy tried to fire me. He's like, well, that's not happening. I'm like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was a fun time. That was the boss who I mentioned before, and I puked in his glass. So he he backed me up. He said, you're not firing him. This guy puked in my glass. Here's Dan's rant. So the rumors have begun. Everyone in Canada is on dope. So it seems, if you've been watching the sports headlines this week, first Edmonton hammer thrower, I will redact the names, blank, gets caught with steroids in her system. Then horse rider, blank, gets nailed for snorting coke. Blank says she's never taken roids in her life, and yes, she does shave her back on a daily basis. Doesn't every woman? Blank is guilty as Mike Tyson at a strip joint. He was caught with coke in his blood before the Atlanta games as well. You're in horse jumping. All you have to do is steer. Shouldn't the horse be taking the stuff? Oh, it gets better. I will stick up for our two fallen athletes. Olympic athletes are under an intense microscope when it comes to testing. You're pretty much limited to eating toast in fear of testing positive for anything. One McDonald's burger would make you test positive for about 47 banned substances. Blank. Uh, the former Olympic rower took some cold medicine and got busted. So blank could have just a bad egg that showed up as steroids. Blank. He's a write-off. He's higher than Don King's hair. So our athletes take dope. We have something to talk about. Now we're like the badasses of the Olympics. It will instill fear in our opponents. Gone is our nice guy image. We can thank blank for leading the way. Wait till they test Mark Versfeld, Fort McMurray's very own Olympian. If bitumen is a banned substance, check the books on that one. I could leave in Mark Versfeld's name because uh, he's not going to test positive for bitumen, which is something uh, I got to get the correct. Uh, what is bitumen? It's a derivative of the oil sands or something right now. People in Fort McMurray are like, you don't know what the f you're talking about. Bitumen. Okay. Bitumen, dense, highly viscous petroleum-based hydrocarbon that is found in deposits such as oil sands and pitch lakes, or is obtained as a residue of the distillation of crude oil. Refined bitumen. There you go. So that was Dan's rant. Every Friday on the radio, I did those. I apologize, you had to listen to that. Let's get to uh, Boomsies Newsies. compiled by uh, our highly capable Z-Money, who wasn't even supposed to be here, but he's in studio today. Everyone was supposed to be remote. We tried that yesterday. And here we are 
back at it today. This is hour five of Boomsies episode number 15. The soon-to-be-lost episode. Okay. Boomsies newsies. Sad news. Buck Martinez diagnosed with cancer. Longtime Blue Jays announcer Buck Martinez diagnosed with cancer will begin treatment in the upcoming weeks. Sunday's Blue Jays game against Oakland will be his last game on the call for a little while, he says. So, Buck, uh, thoughts and prayers to you, buddy. I call you buddy because, like every Canadian, we feel like your buddy. What an iconic career as a player, manager, then as a broadcaster. I have had one interaction with Buck Martinez. That's when I worked in Fort McMurray. And I'd come back for the summers. And uh, I like going to free sporting events. So I get a press pass to go to the Jays game. And I'm like, well, I'm also taped some interviews for my show. But going there as someone who works in a small town, going to a Jays game with a media pass, you feel like you've made it. You're like, oh, my goodness. These guys get to do this every day. This media food. Look at this spread. It's like we're royalty. Then you look back and it's like soggy chicken and peas. But I thought it was the greatest thing ever. So I'm getting my soggy chicken and peas. And Buck saunters up. He's like grabbing a quick drink or something. I'm like, Mr. Martinez, can I get an interview? Can I get an interview? Can I get, can I get an interview? Can I get an interview with you? And he's like, hey, kid, I'm kind of in the middle of stuff right now. I'm sorry, can't do it. So I'm like, ah, no big deal. I guess I'll go back to eat my food. And then like 20 minutes before first pitch, I see him again. He's like, hey, kid, sorry, couldn't do that. But I was just tied up doing stuff for the, uh, the broadcast. And I really apologize. And I'm like, what a class act. From that one interaction, he came back to apologize for something he didn't even need to do. I didn't pre-book the interview. He never agreed to it. I asked him out of the blue. And he came back. He felt bad. He's like, sorry, kid. Can't do it. How was the chicken? It was great. Greatest chicken. We don't have chicken for where I'm from. Jake Paul set his sights on Michael Bisping, former co-worker of ours. Jay, his wife Choby, and I, we were at the Forum in L.A. to see Michael Bisping win the title. I've never seen Jay so excited. He was on top of his seat. We loved Bisping so much. We loved working with him. We loved him as a human. That fight was amazing. That So that would have been like a 20... I want to say like 2015. That was the event. We were right behind Tommy Lee. So when they showed the celebs in the crowd, I peeked in behind Tommy Lee. I'm like, hey, I'm here too. So after uh, the event, you go across the street and you wait for your Uber in the Uber lot at the Forum in LA. And we see this big limo pull up and Tommy Lee comes staggering and he like gets in the limo. I'm like, oh, Tommy had his uh, transportation all figured out. And then the door opens and then Tommy gets out. And kind of gently directing him out of the limo is the kid from Married with Children, David Faustino. 
I believe is his name. And you can see him explaining to Tommy. He's like, we don't have room for you here, bud. Sorry, but you got to get out of my limo. So it was a very L.A. moment. And then Tommy just wandered across the parking lot. I don't know where he went. <laughs> We're like, ah, there's no cars over there. He's like, whatever. Married with children. Oh, so Michael Bisping, Jake Paul set his sights on him. The U-Turber. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just checking out the U-Turber. You know, you haven't checked out the YouTube. The YouTuber turned boxer mocked the injury that left Bisping legally blind in one eye, challenged him to a boxing match. Bisping said he was offered a chance to box Paul in May, but turned it down because it wasn't enough money. But money isn't the only roadblock. Bisping needs to get licensed to fight because of his vision problems. That's unlikely to get past any regulated athletic commission. I asked uh, who we should get on this week's podcast. We have no guests because we don't want to stress the system out. We don't want to stress this new system. So we're doing nothing but talking into a microphone. And I don't even know if this video is recording. But I said, guys, who do we want for the podcast? And Tim, every Monday, I give him a list of like 40 people he can choose from. He never picks anyone from that list. He'll be like, ah, why don't you get Michael Jordan? Ah, uh, Tim, the podcast is tomorrow. Okay, Wayne Gretzky. Uh, ha- so last night he's like, get Michael Bisping. I'm like, <sighs> yes, we used to work with the guy, but <sighs> anyway, he knows no Michael Bisping. Yeah, okay, well, you know, Bisping, just get Shaq then. Tim, how? how uh, oh, Shaq, Tom Brady then. Oh, we'll take Tom Brady, I guess. What? No? Okay, Aaron Rodgers. And Tim throws out these names like, yeah, just call them up. I'm going crazy. MLB fans should get used to hearing the name Roki Sasaki. Roki Sasaki looks to be the next big star to Japan. Last week, the 20 year old pitcher recorded the first perfect game in 28 years in the MVP NPB. That's my dyslexia. Highest level league in baseball. On Sunday, he followed it up with another eight perfect innings before being pulled for pitch count. So that's 17 consecutive perfect innings in professional baseball. He's retired 52 straight batters, struck out 33 of them. The MLB bidding war for him could be historic when he's ready to make the move to North America. If he wants to. We shouldn't assume he wants to come to North America. He's like, uh, is producer Tim over there? I'm good over here. Non-sports related news. Dublin airport got over 12,000 noise complaints from one person. A person living in Dublin lodged one 12,272 noise complaints against the Dublin airport last year, an average of 34 cases daily. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of time spent on the phone with people complaining. If I get something from Amazon and I don't even need to speak to anyone, I just need to click a button to hit return and print a label. I'm like, that's too much work. 
I'll just keep this size 78 belt that I'm not even sure I ordered. I'll use it someday, I guess. Because the thought of printing that label and then packaging that, that's too much. So waking up and making 34, ring, ring, at top of the morning to you, I heard the plane again. Okay, yeah, it's an airport. Uh, the plane goes zoom, too high, oh no, too loud. Sir, you called earlier. At top of the morning to you, the plane is too loud still. Oh, the Blarney Stone be cracked because of the loud plane. I don't think that was, I don't think that was Irish. Okay. Jason Momoa starring in a Minecraft movie. So the top test, top 10 best-selling video games of all time. This is why they're making the Minecraft movie because it is number one on the list. They've sold 238 million copies. I Google image Minecraft. It looked like the video form of this podcast yesterday. It was like, if you're watching the video right now, it's like, it's like stop motion. So that's what you'll get with the NFT version of the lost episode of Boomsies. So we have the top 10 best-selling video games of all time. See if these will be made in a movie. Tetris, not happening. You cannot make Tetris into a movie. I love that game though. We fit that cannot be made into a movie. Mario Kart 8, yes, that can. Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, yes. People like Pokemon, I don't get it. Super Mario Brothers, they're already making one. We talk about that too much. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, aka. Is that like a war game, Z Money? <clears throat> Excuse me. Z Money said that's a war game. I've seen it. Saving Private Ryan. They already made it. Wii Sports. Can't make that into a game. Tetris for mobile devices. Nope. Same Tetris. Not happening. Grand Theft Auto. They've already made that into a movie. And Minecraft. There you go. So on that list, you're going to see the Mario Kart movie, the Pokemon movie, which has already been made. So I don't even know why we did that. Uh, Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Bet Rivers Network on YouTube. You can see full interviews there and all that fun stuff. Maybe more of my Dan's rants on ancient script. Let's get to our email, Man Made for Bonesies. If I had a beech tree, I would live in that beech tree if beech trees feel feel like man-made underwear. They will change your life. Manmadebrand.com, and then you get their concierge service. So you just text them, guys, guys, I need more uh, underwear because I actually, and this is a true story. I send videos to the man-made guys of me throwing out my other underwear because I'm, I'm like anyone. You don't want to throw out clothes, but you can't give your underwear away to people. Well, I guess you can. People probably pay money for that. But uh, what's this? Okay. <clears throat> Z-Money showing me that none of this is recording. And to bail out now, I'm like, I'm too deep. He's like, but you're 
you're talking to yourself. I'm like, I'm too deep, Brush. We're finishing this. Okay. What was I saying there? Oh, yeah. I send them videos of me throwing out my underwear because I'm like, I will never wear these. I've given up the dream. The dream's over because it's all man-made. That's all I wear now. I've said this before. Stop me on the street. Say, let me see your underwear. They'll be man-made. Guarantee it. 100%. Manmadebrand.com. Get them into your life. Let's find that email. Dan, love the Boomsies podcast. Now with the, the Jays back on the field, I'm going to miss watching baseball highlights without you on the TZN show. <laughs> I always tuned in hoping there were some back-to-back jacks hit every game just to hear you say, tappy, tappy, happy, happy is what I think you'd say. Close. Can you give us an old tappy, tappy for old time's sake? That's from uh, way up in the Northwest Territories, Chris. So what you are referencing is when there were back-to-back home runs and I was doing the highlight pack, I'd say, and now when I say it, I'm like, that's kind of like an Adam Sandler impression I was doing. Dan, I want to firstly thank you for such an amazing week. Can we edit that? Is there an edit function on this new system? Z Money left. He's like, why? Dan's sitting talking to himself. Why am I even here? Uh oh. My battery's about to die on this computer. I gotta. Holy crap. Plug her in! Ah. Okay. Uh, we got it. Oh. If this bat, if this computer dies, then we're really. Oh my goodness! I better hurry up. Okay. I want to firstly thank you for such an amazing weekly escape. Your last episode 14 with Engineer Jim was so good. Now, speaking of that, I'm going to give you this idea free of charge. I need the extended episodes, but I can't devote time to watching on YouTube. With work and kids and life, finding the time to watch those would be near impossible. So my suggestion is to start a Patron where you release the full interviews to subscribers in audio format because I would 1,000% subscribe to your Patron. Patreon. I made the same mistake yesterday. It looks like Patron. Patron's tequila, but it's Patreon. Patreon's like a, I don't don't know how to describe it. I would 1,000% subscribe to your Patreon just to listen to you in those full interviews. Think about it. Tim, look into Patreon. Let's check on this computer. Oh, yeah, it's plugged in. It's going to die, and we're done. We're done. Dan, I've been a faithful female follower for quite some time, though the unmentioned through the unmentionable years with Jay on that one network, she's saying not my time with Jay was bad, just the unmentionable network. Because legally, I'm not allowed to say the name of the network. I signed a contract for life. (laughs) A lifetime contract on what I'm allowed to say. How did I get to this point? Through the unmentionable years with Jay on that one network, for the Fox years, the tensions with Ben Teller, 
Ben Teller. Who the, who the hell is Ben Teller? Uh, the helpful role of Terry for TNT's COVID-made music video, and now with Boomsies. Early on, you always seemed like a wild card to me. A bit spaced out. <laughs> a bit disconnected. A bit random. And a lot unpredictable. I put that on my tombstone. A bit spaced out, a bit disconnected, a bit random, and a lot unpredictable. That's not bad. I loved your work nevertheless, but definitely felt that it was surface-level stuff an insatiable pursuit of a good time. Currently, I experience you as a grounded, genuine, authentic, self-aware, in-control, compassionate, thoughtful, inspiring, life-changing person. This has got all the emotions. Beats you down somewhat and then builds you back up. As someone who lives with a history of trauma, struggles with depression, and has vowed to a life of sobriety as a means to protect myself from addiction... I deeply appreciate your strong stand for the life changes you've made. I respect and admire your openness, bravery, and courage to share your story with the world. I work as a psychologist. Oh, so this person is actually smart. Uh, specializing in opioid use disorders and want to thank you for being a role model, a respectable mentor for Canadians, especially men. For myself, your recent work connects deeply with me as part of my self-care regimen, taking care of myself so I can show up at my best for others. Thank you for normalizing therapy, mindfulness, CBT, healing, and a life worth living without substances. Love you, bud. And I hope to meet you one day and give you a hug full of gratitude, respect, and appreciation. Ricky. Thank you very much. That was very nice. I have lots of options for my tombstone. But I believe I will be going with a bit spaced out, a bit disconnected, a bit random, and a lot unpredictable. And our uh, our last email here. Dan, I've broken my podcast, uh, Cherry with Boomsies. I don't know if you're allowed to say that term anymore. I'm from Peterborough and love all the references in the podcast as I can relate as a lifelonger. I search for other podcasts and have yet to find anything that is comparable. I look forward to each week's new episode. Love seeing you. Your commercial for Bet Rivers on that network you used to work for, and that one no one remembers. Keep up the good work, making Hump Day a little more bearable. Thanks, Jeff. Okay, Jeff, uh, and everyone, uh, the winner of the man made uh, email, man made for Boomsies, Ricky. I think Ricky is a, a woman, but hey, she can wear them. Ricky, don't lose my number or my email. Email us at uh, yeah, let's talk at gmail.com. That's YA, let's talk at gmail.com. We got to get out of here. Uh, thanks for listening. As I always tell you, try to hug someone this week. Someone you know, someone you don't know. But if it's someone you don't know, tell them, hey, or ask them, can I have a hug? Hugging strangers could get you punched in the face. Uh, thanks for bearing with us. Hopefully you won't even know there were any issues with this. And you're like, what is Dan talking about? This sounds great. That's what I hope, but I doubt it. See you next week. Welcome to Boomsies with Dan O'Toozy. Live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh, baby, Boomsies.